welcome to episode 137 of Unfunny Nerd Tangent. My name is Greg, aka Captain Boomerang, using the power of the Time Stone to take us all the way back to 2016 to review the MCU movie Doctor Strange. With me, as always, is the master of the dark anti-DC dimension, the Super Jew, Jared Rabinovitz. Hey, hey, I'm not totally anti-DC. <laughs> just anti-DC when Tim likes it. Just mostly, yeah. You're like mostly dead, just mostly anti-DC. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm anti-shitty DC movie. How about that? That's true. There's that's, a lot of them, so. That's fair. I can I can get on board with that. Uh, <laughs> and as, as Jared said, also with us trapped in the mirror dimension with nothing but snacks, Tim Agni. Greg, I never graduated from medical school, but I did study the strange Palmer technique. Oh, I'll bet. <laughs> the stranger Palmer technique, yeah. <laughs> and uh, last but not least, returning to the show to take over as Sorcerer Supreme without anchovies from the Matt Mania podcast, he's the rock knowledge. That is me. Greetings, gentlemen. That rock is in the anti-DC dimension. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, oversee that dimension. He is the Dormammu of that dimension, that's for sure. <laughs> I like what you did there. So this is a weird one because Doctor Strange is probably is the only MCU movie that came out while we've been doing this podcast and we never covered it. I can't remember why we didn't. I think we were all a little bit kind of, you know, not oh, disappointed oh, so this- with it, but, you know. Yeah, guys. Yeah, we never, uh, we never, we. I remember this and X Men Apocalypse came kind of came out around the same time. We were sort of both <laughs> on both those movies. We were just like, ah, eh, and we covered something else. I, can't remember I think we watched X Men Apocalypse, and you're like, you know what? We don't. Just, can we just not talk about superhero yeah, movies for a while? Like, that's, that's right. Tim was trapped was in front of his TV, just touching it and going learning. <laughs> I, I don't know why, but I feel like we were like supposed to record it like three times and didn't it, it, it's it, kind of yeah. like we got there and then the time zone just reversed it to where we didn't even plan it yeah and i think we may have got caught up with it's not stranger things but there was something else as well anyway i'd have to look back at the list but yeah one kind with, of stranger or another yeah <laughs> with with the multiverse of madness about to come out we thought we'd finally go back and take a look at the mcu's first major foray into the world of magic um so like I said, when this movie was first released, I was, I wouldn't say like disappointed with it as in like, I didn't like it, but I was just kind of like, eh, that was all right, I guess. But having looked back at it a couple of times since then, obviously with like Marvel rewatches when Infinity War was coming out. And of course we just rewatched it again. Uh, it's definitely grown on me. I think this movie's benefited from what's come after, especially with what they've managed to do with, the character of Doctor Strange, like in the Avengers movies and stuff like that. But Tim, if you can remember when this movie first came out, what was your reaction and has that changed over time? One thing that that probably no one remembers about the movie is that I saw it in 3D. And at the time, th- this was when, I don't even know if they still come out in 3D. I guess maybe they do. Um, I don't even know. I, I don't know. And but but this was one of the last Marvel movies that I saw in 3D, and I was really glad I did. Like they, you know, they don't have the um, you know the, the 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 Jim Cameron or Michael Bay like super 3D rigs where they're shooting everything for 3D, but they do. You know, they do everything in post. But this one was just really well done. Like the the um, 
watching the scene, uh, like the, the the final exchange between Doctor Strange and the Ancient One with all of that kind of stuff going on, but to have that like in 3D just sort of added this layer of depth that made the magic feel more immersive. And, and it was a really nice use of the technology and the format. And, and one of those one of those rare moments where it's like the 3D adds a little bit more than just a kind of wow, bells and whistles kind of gimmick. Yeah, the, the folding dimensions and stuff like that as things shifted in 3D, it was a little bit more impactful because I remember seeing it, I think I saw it both ways in 3D and not. And I remember thinking the 3D was well done. There were a couple points where it was a little bit over the top, but not, not too much. So the rare kind of movie where it's a little sad that you can't, there's really no way to go back now and watch it in 3D. I know on, on Disney Plus, they have um, like some of the IMAX scenes preserved. And, and that, it's funny how like on the streaming now, they have better options than what they have available on home video. Um, which is which is really strange to me, but they'll, they've they've pulled out some of the stops and made it look really nice, at least for streaming. Yeah, I want to talk about that later, but uh, yeah. what they've done on Disney Plus brings a different yeah. different aspect to it. But I guess that that doesn't really even answer the question because. Uh, um, but, but but I did I did enjoy the movie quite a bit. I um, it's it's one of the times that the Marvel universe has kind of tried to do something different, I guess, and I can kind of compare it now to. Eternals where it's like like we're introducing like a whole other aspect of something we haven't explored before and um Eternals was maybe too big too much um too much going on whereas Doctor Strange was kind of just right like that was a a really nice way to bring us into this idea that like yeah the Avengers are doing their thing and it's great but like here's this other thing and it's also a really big deal and uh and we kind of go on this journey with Stephen Strange and learn all about it. I thought that was cool. Yeah, even even back when it first came out, I still enjoyed this movie better than Eternals. You know what I mean? So it's not a case of like, oh yeah, maybe in a few years I'll like Eternals more the way that I like this movie more now than I did back then. But because I didn't sort of come out of it going like, oh, that was that was bad. I didn't like it. I was just kind of like, eh. but um, what about you, Rock? What did you feel about? Uh, this movie at the time and or has that changed at all yeah. or are you sort of still the same yeah no it's it's one thing it's hard to believe that was six years ago when mm -hmm. you said it came you know i was like damn it that's like <laughs> didn't seem like it was that far off <laughs> um going into it when i first saw it i was i was pretty much in trust marvel mode because up to that point they hadn't done anything to disappoint me or to make me doubt anything they were trying to do or introduce um you know as a comic book head I know, I know of Doctor Strange. I wasn't really super into the Doctor Strange comics, but he would appear here and there. I knew who he was. Um, and then seeing the movie, um, I, I think the way it came out and they put it together was, was incredibly dope. Um, I walked out of it extremely happy. Um, it was different because of they introduced all the magic and all the different the realms. And Tim was talking about when, the, when those cities are just like meshing and melting and just... I didn't see it in 3D because I'm just a, I'm not a big 3D guy, but just that scene visually when I, I rewatched it last night, um, seeing that those scenes again was really dope. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I still I still think it's good. I mean, I think this next one that's coming out is going to be huge as far as what's going to happen moving forward, and I'm, I'm looking forward to. It. I think they've made the Doctor Strange character very relevant. 
um, at least more relevant than he was inside of the comic books. Cause he was, like I said, he was always there, but I, I don't know anyone who was like, Oh, Dr. Strange is my favorite comic book character. You don't really hear that. Yeah. That's, you know? that's a good point because when that, 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 that's how this movie has kind of grown on me, I think, because of, I liken it to what um, like the Hulk, like the Hulk has had, had a couple of movies you know obviously the eric banner one isn't connected to the ed norton one but you know we'd we'd seen him a couple of times in movies and stuff but then when he was in the first uh joss whedon avengers movie they did a really good job with hulk and that and everyone was like oh hulk's awesome you know like because he just sort of came into his own they got to use him just as they needed to he didn't have to carry the whole movie that kind of thing and i feel that what that Avengers movie did for Hulk is what infinity war did for Dr. Strange. Like at least for me, because after that movie, I was like, yeah, Dr. Strange is awesome. I want to see more Dr. Strange. Whereas after this movie came out, I was like, man, you know, I liked Cumberbatch and I liked the character, but I wasn't excited for more Dr. Strange. Whereas now after everything that's happened with even more movies, Dr. Strange is probably currently my favorite MCU character, I think, at the moment. So, being that we've wanna... lost Cap and a couple others, so yeah, he's yeah, also. I'd say. Oh, go ahead, Rock. No, I'm just saying, like, as of right now, he's he's one of the most important characters, you know, with yeah. what they're doing. Or, which is, you would have told me that when this movie dropped six years ago, like, I would have been like, mm, I don't, th- I don't think so. But yeah, now it's like, like this movie is gonna set up a lot of what's about to happen moving forward so they're they're putting a lot into this like in in 2016 if you told me that i'd be more excited for a doctor strange movie than a thor movie i would be like no never <laughs> and uh, i'm still excited well, <laughs> i'm still excited for the thor oh, that's movie tough. but that's a, that's a I, tough uh, barometer I, I i think i'm more excited for the thor movie yeah, yeah. I, I think that, i think i'm more excited for doctor strange Mostly because I think the Doctor Strange movie is going to have more significant impacts on the next phase of the MCU. And, and it's actually, so watching it back, you know, I remember, you know, that my feelings originally were, I thought it was good. I didn't think it was great. I thought Cumberbatch originally was a little stiff. I think that the Strange we now know is more the Doctor Strange that was in the post credit scene with Thor. Where he's a little bit more yeah. playful, a little bit more relaxed. And I think that was kind of our, our dip into um, what came later with Strange, whereas the movie really set him up as, you know, he spent so much of the movie as kind of an uh, asshole that yeah. it, it, and was almost unlikable in the way he was until late in the movie. That That's why it kind of was, wasn't quite as well received, I think. And then when we got to that end, you see more of a, a, a confident, comfortable joking around our strengths, which is what we've come to accept from the MCU characters. We don't need them being super serious, angry all the time type characters. So I, I, I think, you know, you look back at that and some of the stuff that is hidden in that movie, as we look into what's coming next, it's like, wow, either they were really good at planning out for where they were going or they just slip stuff in and it's going to tie in really well. Like there, there was a lot of stuff with like the ancient one talking about the multiverse and stuff like that, which 
I think what's going to we're seeing is, is that one really opened the doors to magic in the MCU and also was the first mention of any infinity stones. Prior to that, we all thought they were infinity stones. This was the first movie. No, where, what? Guardians uh, of the Galaxy did the, uh, yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. There was a whole, there was a whole like uh, Benicio del Toro's, you know, in the beginning, well, there were six singularities. They, they, they talk about infinity stones. Was that yeah. prior, was that movie before this? Yes. Yeah, Guardians Volume Two was the next one that came out in 2017. Oh, okay, the okay. First, so the first Guardians. They so Guardians, about, yeah, was go. Guardians was number ten, and uh, Doctor Strange was number fourteen. Okay, I, I don't know why I thought it was, but I thought I remember that there was a pointed thing where um, when Wong mentioned that it was, you know, he was wearing an Infinity Stone around his neck. I remember that was being a. He does mention it. It is kind <laughs> of like because up until. Like he mentions it at the very end of the movie, like, oh yeah, it's yeah. not not a good idea to walk around with an infinity stone. And and Strange is like, what? And he's like, oh, you got yeah. a lot to learn, kind of thing. Yeah. And up until then, it was just the eye of Agamotto. It wasn't like, oh, it's an infinity stone. You know what I mean? So they kind of just yeah. threw that in there, yeah. like, oh, by the way, it's an infinity stone. Like, oh, of course. It but it but it it kind of had to be right. Like, and I yeah, think of course, yeah. I think that if you like any astute Marvel fan was watching what was going on there and like, okay, there's like a green jewel inside, and that's mm. got to be the time stone. Like we, you know, we yeah. were all, we were all looking for them. It was a, it was an Easter egg hunt at that point. And, you know, we're all, when, the, when, you know, he's rewinding time where we are all the Leonardo DiCaprio meme, like infinity stone, <laughs> yeah. you know, and then Wong confirms it at the end. And we're like, we were right. We knew it. Especially because <laughs> in the, in the comics, the eye of Agamotto isn't an infinity stone. So I well, guess the diehard fans are probably like the diehard comic fans are probably like, no, it's, it's not an infinity stone, but they made it an infinity stone for the movies, which makes, more sense considering the story they're telling they were telling to build to uh, you know end game and all well that'll be something interesting to see is how they how they treat strange without it now like i thought maybe i missed them i thought i saw in the trailer that he has at least the, the whole of that for the agamotto so i don't know maybe i'm well he might mistaken. but you never know what which strange that is too yeah you know what i mean yeah. like it's if it's the multiverse it might be you know, yeah, strange twenty yeah. one B. You know, <laughs> like yeah, something like and that. And he did, yeah. he did talk about it in uh, in Spider Man. How you know, I don't have the time stone anymore, and that kind of thing. So, because um, mm. obviously Thanos destroyed them. So at least it's it is interesting that he is kind of the guardian of the time stone. And then what do you do when you're not? There's nothing to guard. So, um, I think obviously. I figured out why we didn't do a podcast on this one. By the way, it came out on November fourth. Yeah. of 2016 and that was just an exhausting time to be alive it's true like <laughs> yeah that, that really was a rough we we Ooh. were just like what, what is even the point you're you like oh, yeah, maybe we need our that, own time stone not even marvel yeah. can save us yeah if only if only we could rewind time like a day for fuck's sake i've yeah. come to bargain <laughs> it's like so, somebody go put a hit out on yeah. uh what you would call it, uh, Comey? For, go back a week and just <laughs> shut his yapper. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I mean, Tim, you brought up magic in the MCU. Uh, I was talking about Magic Johnson. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, we're doing Winning Time. God yeah. damn it! Winning Time is. I'm, I'm so obsessed with Winning Time right now. It's ridiculous. Uh, but so is Jerry West. <laughs> yeah, I'll try to stay focused. Yeah, me and Jerry. Oh, the logo. <laughs> Well, this- Jerry West uh, smashed his MVP trophy because he was so mad about winning time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like we said, if we if we think back to 2016, at this point in the MCU, we'd seen some magic in the sense that we've got Thor, 
and you know Mjolnir and the and some of the Asgardian stuff, but it wasn't really. Uh, I mean, it is magic, but it's not magic. Magic as far as like a guy. They even they spells. went as far as to hint in the first Thor movie that like mad like Thor's kind it's, of magic is almost like super advanced technology. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. it's 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 never really clear like mm. where the line is between those things. This was yeah. the first bit of Earth magic. Like, yes, yeah, it, it was it was magic on Earth as opposed to Asgardian in another realm. Where well, we're very is... you know, the ancient one makes it very clear like. This is not shit that science can explain. You know, you're not going to learn this in a textbook. I was going to say, like, you, you're going to learn it in a textbook, yeah. but you have to. Yeah, go it's, 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 yeah they do have textbooks, but yeah. they got a different. When you're different when you're asleep, yeah. yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, like this is the this is the magic where you can't deny that it's anything but magic, as opposed to like you said, like with with Thor and the Asgardians, it's like, and he even says, like you said, like you know, you call it magic, we call it science, you know, it's one and the same, all that kind of shit, um, or vice versa, whatever it was. But like, the, I mean, I just wanted, how do you think it? They did, how do you think they went as far as introducing, let's say, mystical elements to the cinematic universe that at this point had mostly relied on science or at least science fiction based explanations for characters like you know hulk was created by gamma and tony stark has a super technological suit and captain america was given you know like a bunch of chemicals to make him you know muscly and all that sort of stuff this is just like no we're, we're magic um i think stephen strange was the perfect character to do this with because mm -hmm. of because the way they set him up, he's even more of an asshole than Tony Stark. Yeah. You know, like Tony Stark is probably responsible for the deaths of way more people. Yeah. But but Stephen Strange is, is more of an asshole. Um, and and we were like the 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 way that he treats Christine in the in the beginning of the movie when she's trying to help him, mm -hmm. like it's just it's 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 unconscionable. It's like it, it's it, you get to a point where it's like there's no way this guy's going to redeem himself and maybe we should just leave, you know. <laughs> Um, and then, and then the magic comes in really quickly. Um, and it's, it's funny to me because only because his physical therapist commits like the biggest HIPAA violation of all time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he like, really did. This guy's like, Oh, I'd like to, just to make you seem stupid. I'm going to, I'm going to like go into our archives and like bring you the file of this Pangborn guy. That's how uh, much of an yeah. asshole strange is that people are right. willing to throw their careers away just to get a one-off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, you could, you could, yeah, be fine, go to jail, uh, and I don't give a shit as long as I could prove you wrong. You complete yep. asshole. <laughs> um, and so for him, for him to go on this journey, to, to be the person who's probably more skeptical about any of this stuff hmm. than any character we could have met so far in the MCU. And, and have him, you know, just have his mind completely blown in his introduction to the Ancient One. That's a cool way to do it. That's a cool way to bring us in. And it's like, it's, here's all of the magic all at once. It's like, bam, you're all of a sudden in this bonkers fractal universe where your hands have hands, have hands. Yeah. And, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, Falling into your own eyeball and yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah. Of course, we, we figure out later on that it's not magic. It's just math. You know, yeah. <laughs> yes, of course. You, 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 you square the hypotenuse and shoot some webs, and, you know. <laughs> and, and and this movie sort of the sling rings while we're on the movie. It's kind of the weird, I don't know how to explain it, but like the MCU doesn't seem to have decided whether they're important or not. 
Because in this movie, it was like, you need the sling ring to help focus and open the portal. And if you lose it, you're kind of trapped, you know, that sort of thing. Um, and then in like Infinity War and Endgame, like Strange doesn't have it at all. But then he has it again in Spider-Man, you know what I mean? And that becomes a plot point as well, that Peter takes it off yeah. him. Like, haha, you're trapped here now. Like it's, so it's a weird. Well, he, does, he does get back without it. It just takes him a long time. Yeah, yeah. I but think he, the he, idea he, is he, that like, yeah. you, you don't need the sling rings, but like they yeah. really help. It's just really useful. And yeah. it's actually funny in this movie how when we see Strange first get his sling ring with all these other, I guess, trainees at Camartage, they're just like giving them out like candy it's like here's a whole yeah. bowl you know like yeah. you know, take one take one pass it on yeah there's so there's so many you know they got like a like 44 sling rings they bought like a gross of them from oriental trading company and, and yeah. that's probably what it is it, 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 like some point i have a feeling we're gonna get the oh no it's just the thing so that makes you think that it's got some special power ah, so you focus the, through oh, that. oh the real portal was inside you all yeah, along it's yeah the dumb, it's the dumbo feather yeah <laughs> that's a deep cut <laughs> but what about you uh rock how do you feel that they like what would you how well do you think they incorporated magic into this at the time mostly science-based uh, yeah series um, of movies they, they did a really good job I, I i thought it was cool like i'm not into magic per se but um you know with how they presented it how it was shown um i thought it was pretty dope uh, and obviously now we now know that it's really really important like all the different shit that you know strange can do and wong can do it's just like damn like y'all are some you guys are holding on to some pretty important power or magic whatever you want to they call it me magic so it's kind of like that it is pretty important so um and they made us care clearly because i mean they're it's more and more prevalent and I think this movie really stepped up its game as far as the effects go, because in, in, you know, today's day and age, it's tough to be like back when we were kids and stuff, it was like, Oh, you got to see this movie. The special effects are amazing. It's like, yeah, okay, cool. Uh, whereas now like every, it seems like every movie has brilliant special effects. The only ones that stand out, for instance, are the ones where the effects or the CGI are terrible or shitty. You know what I mean? And it's like, Oh man, I'm only going to mention the effects because they're awful. Um, yeah. because we're so jaded and used to all that, you know, just CGI being a thing and being done well. But I think this movie... Ro was... Roger Ebert wrote in his review of episode one, it's like, it's, you know, how, how mundane has wonder become, you know, like yeah. all of this, a good this incredible stuff that you couldn't have even imagined is now yeah. on screen and everybody's like, meh. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, yeah. But I think this movie at least did a good job of, like the, the CGI is the CGI, you know, it's, it sounds terrible to say, but it's like, yeah, we've seen realistic looking digital images before, but the way, like Tim, you were talking about it before when, you know, um, strange goes on that first sort of trip through the multiverse or whatever it is that the ancient one does to him. Um, we see, you know, all these spiraling patterns and the sort of what's the, is it the Escher painting? Is that the name? you know, like with yeah, just upside yeah, down, Escher, yeah. that sort of stuff. And like, you know, in, obviously Inception had a big uh, influence on this movie with the cities yeah. bending and turning and all that. But again, they took their inspiration from, you know, more sort of surreal paintings yeah. and stuff like that. So it's all sort of- and it's, and it's a lot of, it is a lot of math too. It's a lot of like fractal geometry, a lot of like Mandelbrot mm. sets and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, the kind of, the kind of stuff, really nerdy shit actually. 
that goes that goes into like all the magic that they made for this movie. Well, I, I'm also curious if they explain any difference between dimensions and the multiverse, mm. like, like in different universes, because they're kind of used a little interchangeably in this movie, where she, she you know, Ancient One talks about a whole host of different multiverses. Mm. But then she also talked about, you know, you've got the dark dimension, the mirror dimension. Like, does every universe have a dark dimension, a mirror dimension, and all that? Like, mm. yeah, it's it, tough. It, yeah. It, 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 and so that, that's where, you know, we don't know what, what they were thinking at the time, whether it was just kind of throwaway stuff, but now it's evolved into, okay, that's what we're going with. I guess that's true. It's like the, the, the reality where, you know, the other Doctor Strange exists. That's not a dimension in the same sense that the mirror dimension is dimension. The mirror dimension is yeah. kind of like a little pocket of, yeah. of reality, or a little, you know, separate from the physical world, but... Yeah, it's like a layer yeah. on top of this world as right. opposed yeah, to but it's, 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 another... It's part of this world, yeah. And if, yeah. And if you know, if Dormammu eats this Earth... All the not, other yeah, Earths. He's, yeah. not, he's not eating all the other Earths, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they've sort of used the word, at least for the mirror dimension, they've used it in this movie they've used the word dimension as in like height, length, width, you know what I mean? So it's almost yeah. like another dimension, but it's that little pocket where you're in there and no one else is kind of thing. Like, yeah. So it's it's strange, but it, no pun intended, but like it, it is like what, yeah, like Jared said, they are a little sort of in this movie, a little flippant with what's a dimension, a reality of, another universe whatever but i mean that's okay i don't mind that because i think dr strange is sort of um bombarded with so much information so quickly he can't possibly understand all of it and i think we're sort of meant to almost uh like feel his sort of confusion at the same time where it's just like oh there's so much we don't understand but that's okay like you don't have yeah. to. Yeah. Now, now that you mentioned it though, like that, that's that's an interesting point, Jared. And I, I'd, I'd be interested to go like keep track of how well the MCU has like kept those things separated. Like when in in Spider-Man: Far From Home, do they say like these are villains from other realities, or do they say other dimensions? I I, I forget mm -hmm. how they how they phrase that. But they specifically say you open a, like a, a hole in the multiverse. So yeah. That's that's true, or other other universes, or something yeah. that they describe it as. But what do they say? Like, we're going to get you back to your own. What? Like, what? How do they? Mm. I, I I feel that they say reality, but I wouldn't like bet the yeah. farm on it. Or it might it might even be something more basic, like your own world or something, or your. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, Toby and Andrew Spider Man, they say world because he's like, I'm Spider Man on my world. And then I came here, yeah. and enough like that. But it's like yeah. it's not another planet. But they they it's also not, may yeah, not. Exactly. They, That's right. Yeah. Come on, come on, get this shit straight. They know they're somewhere different. They may not have been explained the multiverse. So to exactly. them, it's a different world. Right. It's a different planet. You, you know, you've got to understand different characters are coming from a different yeah. knowledge base. So yeah. they're using familiar terminology. So all that could be explained away. But in the end, I think it's. But Toby Maguire's been Spider-Man for 20 years. He had to have seen some shit, right? Like he's yeah. he's probably been cloned like eight times and like you know yeah. in space. <laughs> he grew extra set of arms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he did, Toby totally grew the extra arms. Like that, yeah. that story had to have happened somewhere in that continuity. Right? But they, they don't have the Avengers there. So like right, yeah, there's no there's no Avengers, but they, yeah. you know, he's still got there, there's a lot more genetic engineering in those realities than there is <laughs> in the in the MCU. Yep. But uh 
the character of Doctor Strange itself, we sort of spoke about him quickly before how he kind of it sort of mirrors Tony Stark a little bit um, in the be, yeah. in the origin story. But I do like the the fact that they really focused on him being uh, like a full arrogant dickhead um, because he's the best as well. It's not just he's an arrogant prick because it's like yeah, there's kind of a reason though because people like that that tend to be like the best ever at what they've done do you yeah, know they're confident and just go eh, i don't need that and they they get separated from people because they're like Meh. you know like but uh, they they also they also explore this fear of failure like the ancient one calls him out hmm. on all the times she says you're not running towards success you're running away from failure calling him out on all the times where like he could have taken on a surgery but it was it was a lost cause like he felt you know he wasn't going to have a patient die on him well he uh, says and, that in and blemish in the his record yeah he says yeah. that in the car just before he crashes it's like oh you know we've got this case blah 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 and he's like oh what ruined my perfect record I think, you know yeah. uh one of the cases funnily enough if you listen back to it when they say uh we've got the you know this person and this has happened to him one of them is roadie from his accident yeah. from um oh yeah civil war yeah you know, they talk about his shattered spawn or whatever it is so. and then the other one i'm not sure i'm wondering what's going to happen because the other one was talking about a girl with a brain implant hit by lightning that's, and i'm not sure if yeah. that's going to be america chavez somehow who's supposed to be in this movie i don't know if that's some sort of backstory for her yeah i was, I was wondering about that too is that that seems very specific very conspicuous like mm. do, is is that a marvel character that you know or not that i'm aware of Eric uh-huh. probably possibly be right. It could be America Chavez. Does she We're gonna make sense too because that's the next Marvel show after Moon Knight ends. That's mm-hmm. the next show. Yeah. Is- no, that's that's Miss Marvel. America Chavez is gonna be in oh. Multiverse of Madness. Oh, my bad. I'm confusing the two. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. It's easy to mix them up for for whatever reason. They have a kind of a similar look. Um, just you know, just as far as costuming and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, with Strange as well, I feel that they did a really good job, even when I first saw the movie and wasn't that high on it. But I did feel that they did a really good job of showing like his shattered hands and how fucked up they really are and just what that would do to a person who's like, you know, a top surgeon like he is and just basically destroys everything he's ever known and like what he thinks his world is going to be kind of thing and his future and stuff. So I like that. I thought they did a good job. Like it's, and it led to more character growth for him later when he obviously, like when he's trying to open the portals and that at at Kamotage, like he thinks it's, he can't do it because his hands are fucked up. And that's what the ancient one says. It's not about your hands. Like it's, you know, it's you got to be willing everybody to. else can make a good circle and mine's all squiggly like it's, yeah that's right i'm just getting the sparks <laughs> where are the yeah, I yeah. Need the, the flashy lights um but I, I wonder too because it's done so well in this movie when we see him in other movies it's like well like do his hands still shake did he yeah, fix that like our our only kind of frame of reference for what could happen to him in the future is you know is is, is benjamin bratt pangborn you know the guy who is using magic well, just because he loves to hoop because well, he all his life he, and he wants to get out and play pickup basketball in New York. <laughs> yeah. and, 
get over to and he's he's so. he's constantly using magic yes right yeah he went Dancing there to get over, he went there to get over julia roberts really that's what it was it's tough um, how, how do you move on yeah but really that that was the other thing with strange is he never fixes his hands and that was kind of i think that's kind of almost the point of well at least part of his journey is he goes to uh cat to get his hands fixed and he learns all this other magic and stuff like that, but he never fixes his hands. His hands are still fucked up. They still shake, you know? And I think that's the, um, the sort of um, like the point of him putting the, the broken watch on at the very end, because it's like, yeah, okay. Like I'm still broken, but it doesn't mean I can't like be me kind of thing. Like, yeah, you're not going to be a surgeon, but I'm not that anymore. I'm now I'm a sorcerer. So, yeah, I'm serving a higher purpose now. Yeah, exactly. So, and and Mordo even says, you know, like you came, we we come to the ancient one to have our pain removed or our bodies fixed or whatever. But she shows us all this other stuff, and we kind of get distracted and become that. We don't go back to the reason why we came. So, um, Benjamin Bratt's character is probably the only one we see who's <laughs> been there, got what he yeah. wanted, and pissed off and gone home again. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then he gets fucked around at the end anyway. So. <laughs> But yeah, but, and Mordo, Mordo, the guy who's like, "Why aren't we all doing this?" is the guy yeah. who takes it away from them too. Yeah. That's, that's the that's yeah. the terrible part. But Mordo has absolutely no sense of gray area. <laughs> it yeah. is. It's, nope. he, to me, he really just seems like Chiwetel Ejiofor reprising his character from Serenity, where he's <laughs> you know, he's going and and you know he's he's gonna just like fucking murder everybody whatever it takes you know to achieve this goal. Yeah, you talk about a guy taking his job a little too serious. Yeah. <laughs> what do you what do you feel about Mordo Rock? Like he does seem to be. It's weird because in this movie he is kind of almost like uh, shoehorned in, as in like, hey, look, we're setting up the villain for the next one. But in a way, though, they do kind of. He he's the character that's asking questions about, uh, you know, if you're going to be a sorcerer, like where do you draw the line? Because ultimately, yeah. he he sort of what breaks him and thinks like he's got to leave is with the reveal that the ancient one is drawing power from the dark dimension to keep herself alive for whatever it is, a thousand years. But then strange uh, then uses the time stone to sort of break the laws of nature or whatever. And, and Mordo is kind of just like, Oh, fuck this. I'm out. Like we need to just destroy magic altogether. Yeah. Um, other character was, was really dope. Uh, you know, he was he was pretty ruthless and pretty cutthroat, you know, with what he was when he would appear, and then you know, obviously when he first meets up and um, him and Strange kind of go at it. Um, uh, you know, it's it is funny though you mentioned how he went to, once Strange used the Time Stone that um, he was like, like nope, time to go, <laughs> gotta go, you know. So um, yeah, I mean, I've, it was it was a cool character. I mean, who was the, the actor that plays him is. What is that guy's oh, I'm name? Not trying to I'm not trying to pronounce his name. No, it's it's, uh, it's, it's Chiwetel Ejiofor. It's not, it's not that bad. It's not as hard as uh, uh, the other guy from uh, Suicide Squad. I missed that before. Yeah. yeah. And the last guy. Baje, Mr. Uh, Echo. Yeah. Let's yeah, call him Mr. Echo. Yeah. <laughs> Triple A. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I, I think he did a good job as being the one who, to train Stephen in a lot of it, was mm. like, he was so rigid that he was kind of like almost like drill sergeant-esque 
in that it's like I'm gonna beat the crap out of you so you're ready for later and, and he he teaches him a lot and he also kind of you know his morality it was some point like when uh sort of when uh the ancient one throws him into the mountains and just leaves him there he's like oh we're doing this again or should we yeah. really be doing this is he gonna <laughs> <Yeah>. die <laughs> like yeah he wants to go save him and she's like no no he'll be fine he's wait he's not he's wait never, for it he's never a dick he's he's really like a pretty like like even though he's he's a hard ass he's not like he's never mean he's not no. he's not vindictive at all he doesn't well, he doesn't resent Stephen no. for for what he's he, achieved. Th- there is there is a very good moment though when the ancient one tells Stephen that he is now the um, you know I, I can't remember what she calls it but the the New York um, yeah, sanctum the, is the, his the, the mayor God of New York yeah God, he's yeah the, the sanctum he's, he's and, a number one Duke and, of New York and Morda kind of looks at her like I, I've been here for a bit yeah. why why, yeah. Don't, why don't I get it. And like he, he, there, there's that like almost just split second flash of jealousy there and resentment that I think kind of leads to what happens later when, you know, the H one clearly gives the handoff to Stephen, not him. And speaking of New York, Greg, how does it make you feel that Agamotto put sanctums in New York, Hong Kong, and London, and was just like, "Fuck the Southern Hemisphere, Dormammu can have it." That's all right. Yeah, we're fine. It, well, Dormammu, Dormammu's from here, so that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> that that doctor mentioned that was Australia. Everyone was like, "Yeah, oh. I've been there." <laughs> wait, wait a second. That, that pretty much explains the platypus. <laughs> when did Adam move to Australia? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was right around the same time. Yeah, yeah. 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 it all makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And then to be fair, it's like Dormammu, Donald Trump, like, which one would you choose? <laughs> I've come to bargain. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I think um, Mordo was good. Uh, and they did more with him as far as like the the character development and the turn. Like he, he's a, he does have a lot of exposition. Um and stuff like he explains the the relics, you know, so like he's got his whatever it is, he's the the jumping boots of something or other and the you know the staff of wisdom or whatever it is you know and then it yeah, goes, it was something, something, something the staff of like aggrieved people or something yeah like something that. like that yeah and then of course that sets up basically like the 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 cloak of uh, levitation for later where it's yeah. like yeah it will it will um the relic chooses you all that kind of a bit of a bit of harry just, potter you know just a cloak yeah. of levitation i i call him capy <laughs> It's my cape, KP. <laughs> well, KP, if we're going to call him that, <laughs> he, had, he is responsible for, I think, most of what I didn't like about this movie, and that's the humor. And a lot of the humor to me misses the mark. And just little things like, I don't know, like it's not that bad, but I think that's what I originally didn't like the movie that much because. You have this like life or death situation, for instance, where Strange is fighting off the zealots, you know, in the in the sanctum and all this kind of stuff. And then he's trying to run to get an axe or whatever it is on the wall, and the cape is sort of holding him back. And rather than it just be like, no, don't get that, get that other thing, the whatever it is, the like he throws the chainmail thing at Caecilius or whatever, and it sort of locks him into place, you know, whatever that thing is called. But it's got this corny like strange trying to sort of run in place and it's like you know 30 seconds of like slapstick running it's like two minutes ago you were about to be murdered by magical knives and stuff you know 
And later on as well, another moment that sort of to me, I'm just like, ah, I would have cut that. He's like, well, he's had this emotional moment with Christine and it's like, all right, well, back to it kind of thing. Like I missed my moment with her and all this. And then he's got tears in his eyes and, and Capey, Tim, you know, like wipes <laughs> his tears away and then it becomes like this comedic sort of thing. And it's like, oh, you don't have to like destroy every serious or like meaningful moment with a joke like that to me it, when people say that marvel do that too too much i i disagree i don't think that it's as bad as a lot of the the detractors say but those moments to me is like that are the ones i would point to if i had to like you know like those were, and if you look at some some of the other humor in the movie the jokes that come from steven himself the jokes that come from mordo like the the Wi-Fi password, that was a good bit. Yeah, they're fine. That's um, okay. Yeah. And 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 strange being like sarcastic and a dick and, and his comedy moment. Like that's okay. It's more the cape moments and yeah. some of the stuff where it's just like, oh, okay. Like, and even Caecilius has a couple of like zingers there. And it's just like really oh, the, like, where 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 he's like, he's like, it's strange, actually. And Caecilius yeah. is like, maybe <laughs> that yeah, was that yeah. was good. That's not too bad. He's he's completely deadpan. He's but yeah. but, but it's a it's they're, a it's, they're sort of on the yeah. fence for me. But like yeah, I I felt that those you know. But again, it's not a reason why I would go. Oh, the movie's terrible. Uh, not at all. But to me, I, I would take those sort of little moments out, and I think it would make it a lot. Yeah, I, I think you leave some of them in, like the 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 cloak pulling him back towards that thing, the the other device in the wall to throw on Cassilius to, to imprison like yeah. that one kind of worked where it just, there were where it, sorry like where it just yeah. sort of like snapped him back and says like no and it's clear yeah. like no it, it's telling you get that thing not that thing cool yeah. I like that because that shows that yeah. the cloak has its mind of its own but you don't need yeah. him like running in place like Mickey Mouse you know it's like yeah. what the fuck they, they needed to tone it down a little bit and I think they did that have done that more since yeah. like like the one point where he's trying to the cloak's doing this to his face and mm. just kind of brushing up against it and he's trying to stop it yeah it's like that's that was too much but at the same time i like the it had the cloak having a little bit of a personality but it was too much mm. it looked like they they made it a See, little I, bit over the top i prefer it like for instance where like the cape slaps tony stark's hand away in infinity war you know what i mean like he's yeah. leaning on the urn of whatever and it's like that little things like that where you're like okay cool you know and like yeah. he's on the spaceship with peter parker and that and like they're all talking and the cape is kind of there like leaning over the shoulder as if like yeah i'm a yeah. person as well that sort of stuff i didn't mind because it's just sort of like that's a little lighthearted moment but yeah the wiping the tears and the mickey mouse running and just like yeah, yeah. The, the other thing i think you know one of the the great moments that probably needed a little extra pause if they're redoing it is when he's first getting the, the cape and he gets knocked over the railing and then he comes back up and he's levitating at yep. that point and flying. It's like, that was the first moment. It's like, Oh, this is, this is Dr. Strange. Yeah. Who's going to become the Sorcerer Supreme. It's that you finally get the full look really mm. there. Yep. And, and that's, I think was a, a cool moment with it in, in that battle. But yeah, it was, there was just a tiny bit too much, you know, slapstick. Like the guy, you know, with that, with wrapped around the guy's head and too much. Yeah, you know, that was a little I, bit too much of that as well. Like, I, I you think know, that, like it made sense for the cloak to jump off and do that. Yeah, but like, yeah. They played it out too. I, too I can much. understand why they would they would try to lean into like trying to inject more humor into the movie though, because 
it really had the potential to be very dour just given the subject matter Mm -hmm. you know dr strange being this guy who you know who kind of lost everything then you know finds a mentor she dies you know um, yeah well the movie opens with a guy getting his head cut off like so yeah (laughs) you know but yeah i think there's way like like a episode three style yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, but Count, I, I Count Dooku style uh, decapitation. Though. Yeah, and I think though that there, yeah, there's there's nothing wrong with having humor in the movie and stuff. But I just think like those, those it's a way of there's a way of doing it. But yeah, I don't know. Sure. Um, if we're talking about it's it's of, interesting. I was just checking this out because I don't know much about Scott Derrickson, the director. Well, but if you look guy, up his, mostly. yeah, he's a yeah. horror guy. Yeah. Uh, the Exorcism of Emily Rose, um, Sinister. Sinister. Yeah. yeah. Is Insidious his as well? Well, that might be. Um, he didn't direct that one, but okay. maybe. I, say, like I, I or sort of lump a lot of those movies yeah. together, to be fair. But as far as Caecilius goes, uh, Rock, he has sort of got a reputation as being sort of one of the worst MCU villains which I feel is kind of tough because he doesn't have any outstanding sort of like massive moments to me where it's like, oh yeah, what a great villain. But then I don't feel that his character has to be like, he's not Loki. He's not Red Skull. He's not this big sort of, yeah, you know. Um, you know, I can see why people feel that way. I don't necessarily, I mean, you can't really blame I guess the because the the character that's just the way they decided to present him and write him like they didn't give us a lot to work with he just mm. was and he looked pretty cool like you know with the eyes and everything like that looked pretty cool but there was not a lot of you know you didn't know a lot about him you didn't know you know maybe enough to care to, to the point where it was like oh this is like you know he's he's the bad he's one of the bad guys but you know eh. You it's know, kind of just it was, the, the stepping stone to Dormammu, I guess. So, yeah, you know, he was just <sighs> underboss, just whatever. You get him, you get to go to the big one, you get the final <laughs> boss. Yeah, yeah uh, that's kind of uh, how I felt about uh, Ronan the Accuser and Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, yeah, like yeah. really a cool villain, cool looking villain, incredible actor in the part, mm. but. But but still kind of a like a middleman kind of villain, you know, like like uh, Ronan is just sort of a proxy for Thanos for the most part in that movie, and uh, and, and and so it goes it, with Caecilius. It's a lot of these first intro movies for everybody. Is that you, you're not bringing in a true big bad mm. when you're introing these people? Like it, it's just not what has happened. Like and I get it. It's like the, these movies. This the focus is more on getting you familiar with the character than them going up against the big villain. And and that's really what it is. And with the MCU, the way it plays out is you get the intro movie, you show up in another one, you get, you know, whoever the big bad for that phase is kind of, you know, sprinkles in a little bit. And then you get to the Avengers movie or or the the big finale of that phase. It's, It's not within these movies so much that you get that, like, you know, what was uh but but also in this one dormammu is not we we know dormammu is not the next big bad we we know dormammu is not like what thanos was in guardians of the galaxy Mm -hmm. this looming threat who's eventually going to destroy everything because dormammu is like too big he's too overpowered kind of you know like when when he comes in 
know, we know Stephen Strange is not going to beat him 1v1. Um, you know, he's going to go in like me fighting an Elden Ring boss and get killed over and over again. It, it's, uh, it's just like, like Dormammu is almost like this concept that's too big for us to comprehend for him to even be a big bad because, because he's just like so far outside of what we can categorize as a villain, right? Like there's not going to be an Avengers where they all team up to fight Dormammu. That's just not going to happen. Mm. Like maybe he finds his way back in some other way, but it's not going to be like it was in this movie. See, I guess you could maybe something with the Eternals or whatever, like that now that they've sort of opened up that stuff with, uh, I forget the guy's name, the big red guy who was at the end, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, uh, um, whatever he was, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, characters like yeah. that. But even then, they seem to be more of like massive physical beings as opposed to... Um, Eros. Know. Yeah, there you go. Oh, no, yeah. sorry. Eros is Thanos. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, uh, start with an A, though. But even then, they seem to be like just like massive, massive ancient entities as far as like they're living creatures in a sense. But whereas like, yeah, Dormammu is this multidimensional kind of like, you know, uh, he's like Sauron almost, you know, it's just like he's just sort of like a concept as opposed to like a person. So. Because even even Sauron, like in Lord of the Rings, they don't they don't really fight him. No, you know, like there's no there's no, nobody. No. You know, Aragorn doesn't pull out a sword and and, and fight Sauron. That just doesn't happen. You know, no. he he was he was defeated long ago and yeah, all that. Only in the uh, del- only in the deleted scenes, too. <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> which is which is actually not in the book, but in the appendices. Uh, if you if you read all the appendices, <laughs> um, but but yeah, so so a villain like that, like we we kind of know like. Like Dormammu exists more as an existential threat, you know, something that's that's out there on the on the margins, but is never we can never really get too close to it, you know. Yeah, I mean, I did like the like we we got the like I was saying at the start of the show, like we had sort of almost um, that this movie has benefited from the hindsight of what's you know coming after it and stuff like that. Like for me at least, like having seen Infinity War and those sorts of movies where strange pops up even ragnarok like jared was saying where we get sort of confident strange as opposed to like i'm still learning what to do um the ending with the reverse time effect when i rewatched it last night i was like oh yeah that's right they did the reverse time thing and this is really making me think of uh vision <laughs> you know like the whole you know like oh we'll just go back and redo it so but I liked the bargain with Dormammu as far as how do you defeat him? You know, like, well, you don't. You just kind of have to trick him, basically. And what's nice about that with the thing with Dormammu is rather than just play the same exact clip on repeat every time, they actually have, they, they recorded cover match doing it numerous ways because his inflection and tone changes in like each shot so like each time he comes back so you know they didn't take the easy way out there they made it kind of fun with all the different ways Dormammu can kill him and you know I think it worked um you know and like you said with with coming back in in hindsight you know I think I, I feel like we say in a lot of these movies you know it 
it could, we'll see how it pans out after a couple more with the character. And that happens a lot. Like, I think we've had, we had some grips with like um, Shang-Chi and um, what's her name in uh, Black Widow. Um, oh, you're talking about Yelena. Um, Yelena. Yeah. But like, you know, we were, but like her role could become bigger. And we already saw it in. Uh, um, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. And so, you know, it's stuff like that that kind of builds over time where going back, it's like, oh, okay, they did little things here that, you know, when you go back and watch it, it adds value and kind of explains mm-hmm. some things they did. So, I, I, again, you know, like I said, that was it introed magic in a bigger way to the MCU, which was a big stepping stone for the MCU for what was to come. And what's coming now, mm-hmm. and it, it kind of like you use that to set magic up in the MCU. Now they're kind of going to use this next Doctor Strange movie, I think, to really open up the multiversal world. Yeah. Even more than, like, we, we got a little little sprinkle of it in Spider-Man. Now we're going to get the big dose of it to set up a bunch of stuff in the next and, and it's not just magic either. It's <laughs> magic. It's time. Yeah. It's, you know, the, the, mm. the, the concept of, of branching timelines and stuff like that. There's all seeds planted here. It's it's also yeah the concept of the multiverse and throughout the movie on rewatch you can see that it's really sharply written there are a lot of little Mm -hmm. lines of dialogue that that come back around in a big way within the movie and then other ones that sort of give you something to think about in the bigger picture be like oh that that kind of sets up what's going to happen you know multiple movies from now but in a way that was subtle enough at the time that it wasn't distracting it wasn't like you know, when they had to go face Ulysses Claw in Age of Ultron, and it's like, well, fuck, this is this is just a whole big ass scene setting up Black Panther, and it's like, do we really have to do this? Yeah, yeah. and then he and then he wasn't even that big of a deal in Black Panther, really. Like, right, he was, but not. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're they're pretty pissed about all the vibranium, but yeah, 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 yeah. Well, one thing I noticed though, rewatching it last night is with Dormammu like okay Strange kind of defeats him by trapping him in the time loop which is the only thing that can really affect Dormammu because they keep saying like his dimension is without time so if you introduce time to it it's gonna fuck with him so he he does the the bargain where it's like look you can kill me over and over again forever but that's all you'll do you'll be trapped in it and of course Dormammu is like all right then fine I'll leave. I'll take my guys with me and uh, that'll be that. But now after we've had X amount of other movies, there's no more time stone. So what's to stop Dormammu from just being like, yeah, I'm, I'm reneging on that bargain. I'm going to come back and get more zealots and just do it again. Because now you can't trap him in the time loop because you don't have the time stone. So I don't know if that will ever become like, a story point at the future in the future, but yeah, it made me something. It just popped up in my brain yeah. when I watched it. Yeah, what's, is Dormammu a galactic being yeah. of his word? What's, what's yeah, stopping that's him? right. Like, yeah. he, like so, so like we have to have two sanctuaries to keep him out. Like, like if there's only one, then that's then that's not enough. Like, wh- yeah. like London fell, but but when Hong Kong went, that was when Dormammu could come in, even though New York was still there. Two is one, one is none. Yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> that's what they say. Mm. So I don't know whether that could be a like a plot point for the future or what. I don't know, but um, because it would seem strange. I, I don't think we've seen the last of him. Like, yeah. like what I was what I was saying about yeah, about about Dormammu is that I, I have a feeling that he'll be 
he'll be back in some capacity, but I don't think he's ever going to be the main bad guy again. Mm, maybe you know, it's, like Dormammu is, yeah. Maybe it's Mephisto. <laughs> <laughs> 100% Mephisto. I am going to laugh my ass off if Mephisto shows up in uh, Multiverse of Madness. I, yeah. I want them to keep, like, what's the word? Um, uh, like not pranking Timmy, you know, the word where it's like, oh, like punking, like, oh, they'll keep punking, yeah, yeah. like, because, like, I feel that they did that big time in Loki where they were like, where they, um, what's his name, Morbius or whatever, like travels back and talks to the kid in like ancient France and they're like, who did this? And they point to the, the, the stained glass window of the red faced devil and it's like, it was the devil. <laughs> and they're like, oh, that's Mephisto. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. sure that they were just like, yeah. We know you yeah. think. Well, what the, what the fuck, kid? It's it's like a, it's like a pretty blonde lady with little tiny horns. Yeah, it's all right. It was the devil. Yeah, right. No, <laughs> um, I'm glad he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want them to somehow like it, have uh, South Park's Mephisto show up in, in Multiverse of Magic. Yeah. Just go into a cartoon world and just have him there. Yeah. But so we need, yeah. W- once again, not enough genetic engineering in the. Yeah, that's right. Know. Yeah. Back, back in the '90s, we all knew when Gremlins Two came out, we yep. knew that genetic engineering was some shit we needed to worry about. Nobody's been paying attention to this. That's right. Al- Gremlin Al- bat hybrids are coming, Greg. Al Gore has been wa- warning us about man bear pig. Man, exactly. And I Gremlin- forgot about Gremlins Two, or as we like to call it, the prequel to Breaking Bad. <laughs> It's got Tuco, it's got Hank. <laughs> Mike is in the first Kremlins. <laughs> wow. But if we look forward to Multiverse of Madness, is there anything in particular that you're hoping for or, you know, are expecting even? like? Yeah, man. Illuminati. Yeah. You yeah. just see, see it. Like I, I've seen, like I've seen like the little teasers and the voices. I need to see it on the screen. I, I want to know how they're going to fit Mordo into the Illuminati mm-hmm. and, and and how he fits with that. I, um, I do not want to see the Illuminati. I honestly, like, there's too much conspiracy theory bullshit in the world right now. I don't need to see any fucking Illuminati. <laughs> I, it's Patrick Stewart. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. He's, well, that's he's, the other thing is it's pretty obvious from the trailer that we're getting Patrick yeah. Stewart as Xavier in some form or fashion. Need to see it. <laughs> the, other, the other rumors are that we might get Tom Cruise, Tony Stark. Well, and, no. And, yeah. and and John Krasinski, Reed, Reed Richards. Richard. But just yeah, as alternate versions or, of them, not, you know. That would be like showing us John Krasinski, I, like, Marvel fans are pissing me off with how entitled they feel to a John Krasinski Reed Richards. I don't understand why like people have become so married to the idea of a fan casting. It's like, in some cases it's like, yes, Patrick Stewart had to be professor Xavier, right? Mm. Like that was, that was like the fan casting to end all fan castings. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, like if if they go with a Reed Richards who is not John Krasinski, it's gonna be okay. Yeah, that's right. And I think it. I think everybody's gonna kind of be like that because there's certain castings that people have been like, huh? Yeah. Like 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 when you heard that Chris Pratt was gonna be the 
lead in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. I think yeah. everybody went the fat no. guy from Parks and Rec. Yeah, I mean, like if if they even watched Parks and Rec, a lot of yeah, us like, didn't even know who he was. And so, um, even him, even Hemsworth, was, like down yeah. here especially, it was like really okay. He's gonna have yeah. to work out a lot. Which, but Chris, Chris Evans yeah, was did, the guy. But like, it was like, where it's okay. like, like, why, why is the Human Torch going to be like the douchebag Human Torch? Yeah. going to be Captain America. Like, that's that's not going to work. Yeah. So, so um, I, I, I'm willing to see what happens, and I don't think, I don't think Marvel fans are going to take it to the extreme. I think they'll be disappointed if it's not him. But I think they are not the type who are going to really. Yeah. They're not going to give us the Snyder cut. Oh, but what a, but what, a thing, what a thing to do though if they somehow give well, it to like, them and then it, actually yeah. do their own. Well, it could almost be worse. like, oh, you want you want this Reed Richards? Psych. You know, yeah, this is like that's like, that's almost worse, I think, because that's the rumor yeah. I've seen is that like we might get Krasinski as Reed Richards in this movie, but only as an alternate reality version of it. And when we get like quote unquote our MCU version of reed richards it'll be someone else and it's but like well here's, maybe just get that person from the get-go like it here, here's the thing we don't even know if any of these rumors are true because i've, no, I've seen course. stuff yeah. now that, that, that like yeah. it's no there was no tom cruise tony stark it's that's yeah. just mm. but, well, think, and you were just saying that the doctor strange the the bad guy doctor strange that we're seeing the commercials oh, is not necessarily going to be the one that yeah. we think it is from what if from what if but it, and that's something that I think I saw that I didn't actually get to read the article, but well, I'm pretty sure that uh, Coverback said it's not. There's Defender Strange as well. There's a few Stranges in the in the trailer. There's the one where his hair is really slicked down and he's got the stripe yeah. like it's higher. Um, that's well, Defender maybe. Strange, which is someone else again. And then there's the Zombie Strange. So I think there's going to be like seven or eight different Strangers. So it wouldn't surprise me, yeah. but I do think we're going to get. Um, Captain Carter. I think we're definitely getting. Oh yes, yeah, that's going to be happen. Um, is it going to be? Ca- is it going to be Captain Carter? What, what was she going by? Was she going by Captain Carter and Captain what? Captain Carter, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, Captain Britain was taken. Yeah, as, as we know, but we're, we're getting America Chavez for sure. Yeah, definitely. We've seen and, that. and that and that and the, the the theory I saw was that a lot of what people are interpreting is what is it? Incredible Iron Man? Is that what it is? Rock, do you know what they're called? There, there's something with an eye, like Invincible Iron Man, Incredible Iron, Iron Man. He's normally oh, yeah. the, well, he's the Invincible Iron Man in the comics, but Invincible Invincible Iron Man. What people think is that in the trailer is actually uh, America Chavez. There's the app. So that'll be interesting to see what what what's what on that. And, and of course, one character we haven't even mentioned yet. Funnily enough, uh, Wanda. Um, like, yep, and we, we're, we know we're clearly getting her. So, yeah, which means yeah. we could potentially get Vision as well. Like White Vision, does he come back? Yeah, you we, know, we could get multiple. We're going to have multiple versions of Wanda's clear from the trailer. Yeah, it looks like. Um, it, yeah. And I'm we're going to see we're going to see Mordo in this movie too, right? Yeah, he's in the trailer. Like, yeah, but, but, it seems, but it seems like he's not going to be the whoever the main villain is in this movie. No, because he he brings Doctor Strange to uh, the Illuminati. Yeah. Because I and I think that's not the main trailer we're talking about. That was a newer one I with, saw with, against my will uh, in the NBA playoffs. Is with, that, um, with Ultron bots as well, seem to be like yeah, the century. That, so it's that's I think that's where the Tony Stark thing comes in because it's like, well, if there are Ultron bots, 
working as centuries for the Illuminati, like, well, Tony Stark in this universe created him, but we could be getting Hank Pym from another universe because in the comics, Hank Pym creates Ultron, not Tony Stark. So yeah, there were that was that was another sticking point for a lot of Marvel fans yeah. was when yeah. like 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 people were just saying like there's no way Tony how, Stark could create Ultron. It's not possible. How can you do but Ultron this, if yeah, you don't have the, Hank yeah, Pym? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's like it's like, well, like Here's how we do it. We yeah. just have Tony Stark make Ultron. Yeah, he just well, guess, there he guess, is. Guess what? It's not. Yeah, better. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I saw something that there's actually like in, in Multiverse of Madness, we're getting more Marvel characters in this movie than in any previous one. Well, I was going to say, do we do we get X Men? Well. I don't know. I don't think we get X Men. We we get Charles Xavier. Yeah. Um, what I think what we will see is. I think you're going to see the new Captain America show up. I have a feeling you're going to see. Um, so you're talking about like the, the mean, Falcon? Falcon, yeah. Yeah. Okay, right. yeah. 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 We're, we'll probably see Bucky. I, we'll, I, I feel like at this point, Loki almost has to show up after what's been going on in. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't want to go into this movie having like a wish list of no, characters that i need no. to see like I, I don't i like I, that's that's just a a, yeah. a setup for disappointment yeah. or or just to like check you out of the movie in a way yeah, it was, I agree, it was yeah. but yeah. i'm excited about who we will see yeah and part of the reason why and i was telling these guys before we started podcasting i literally rearranged my travel plans to be able to see this as early as possible and yeah. not have to wait several days is because it's i want to it see who shows up it feels like it's, there's going to be just a just a festival of spoilers yeah because like, people people suck at containing themselves when they're really excited about something yeah so so i want to be able to see it early and so i changed my travel plans to be able to accommodate that and I'm just excited to see who shows up. I'm not, I don't really have a wish list, um, like other than I feel like at this point they have to give us Xavier, which will be cool. But other than that, like, I'm just like, I want to see what insanity is going to happen in this movie. And I think it's going to be a lot. And, and I think there's all kinds of red herrings out there of who's going to show up. I think like, that's why like all this stuff we're talking about with who's going to be there. I think other than Patrick Stewart, we don't have a goddamn clue. We know the, the, number, the number one question, mm. man. Sam Raimi is directing. Who's Bruce Campbell going to play? Exactly. And where's the car? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. He should be Reed Richards. Let's come on. Bruce Campbell would be a phenomenal. Reed yeah, Richards. that would, that actually would be good. You know, if he played like some alternate dimension older Reed Richards. Yeah. That'd be you know yeah. that'd be a little Sam Raimi touch. I I think he'd also, funnily enough, he'd also be a good alternate doctor strange because he has yeah. that dickhead asshole you know what i mean arrogant yeah. prick yeah. about him like so and he's had and if you look at the evil dead movies uh he gets the white he gets the stripe as well he gets sure, the white he does, stripe, he sure does. so, so uh, he's yeah why not <laughs> and, and i think what they can do and this goes to kind of what tim's talking about where all these fans have their hopes up i think i think they are all they're capable of doing fan service and also not not tipping too much of the hand. Like yeah. I do not expect the X-Men in this. I just don't expect a bunch of X-Men. If they do it, awesome. If they do a different universe, you know, if they're bringing in Xavier and they bring in any others, mm. fine, cool. We don't have to expect them as our MCU Avengers going forward. No. I think the fun one would be is, and this is just me wishful thinking, hoping is that Deadpool does actually show up in yeah. this yeah. just because we do know at this point that, 
There is another Deadpool movie coming. It is Ryan Reynolds. Let's get him in the MCU and have a little fun with it. Because, and I don't even, I feel like even if he's just a wink in a like winks in the corner, and just like you just see him kind of sneaking into the into the universe somehow, like for half a second, I think that'd be hilarious. Yeah, and I I'd be fine with that. But I think I think they have a lot that they can do to send fans home happy while establishing a ton of new stuff. Like mm. I think this is going to be like you know, winter soldier level altering of the MCU. I like that. That's a good take. Yeah. I agree. I really, I really do agree. Cause this is, I think, cause that's what, exactly what winter soldier did. It was a jumping off point. And then this is going to be another jumping off point because we know they have a ton of movies planned, but this is going to really give us the, uh, the idea of the blueprint on where this is going, what we're going to see. And for me, that's exciting. So I'm, 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 Shit, man. Saturday, next Saturday will not come soon enough. Yeah. I think as well, we in some form or fashion we'll get Kang as well. I think there'll be some sort of tease yeah. for that. So. Well, I, I'm pretty sure. Well, are we getting Kang or are we getting some t- take of the other thing? Well, uh, even just... gonna, I vote for Kodos. Just <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Kang possibly adds a, like a post credits or something because they've got Ant Man and the Wasp, whatever it is, Quantumania, brother. Uh, that's on its way. So, um, and he's in that, and he's every, in every time I hear the title Quantum Mania, I can't help but think of that Phoenix song. Quantum Mania. That has always kind of stuck out and popped out of my head as someone that could possibly be seen. And this might just be the comic book side of me, um, but it's been Mag- Magneto. Mm, yeah, it's, that's another one. Because of all the, obviously, it's just. It's, that's a comic book head in me because we're going to get a House of M style Wanda mm. completely losing her kid. And this shit's going to go bonkers. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't think I don't think we're going to get a Magneto, but that's a name that I've always been like, man, if they, you know, just drive Magneto's in this in some form or fashion, that would be kind of dope. McKellen or uh, Fassbender? Mm-hmm. Bruce Campbell. Yeah, Bruce, Bruce, Bruce Campbell is my, you know, we need, we need Glenn Danzig as Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> well, we can't do Bob Hoskins anymore, so. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> we'll, I mean, we'll see. Yeah. But, I mean, that's that's a good uh, a good place to move on, I think. I think we definitely are all excited for Multiverse of Madness. We'll definitely be covering that in the next show or, or two. Uh, depending on what we decide with Moon Knight. But yeah, until then, uh, follow our show on Twitter at UnfunnyNTangent. I'm at GregT13. Jared is at SuperDew75. Tim is at Tim Agni. Rock is at Rock Knowledge. And of course, you can check him out on the Matt Mania podcast as well. Uh, but of course, all roads lead to at the Steel Cage and UnfunnyNerdTangent.com. And in the meantime, that's all we have for episode 137, Tim, of Unfunny <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. In a row? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. And remember, kids, it's just tea with a little honey. When you're strange, faces come out of the rain. When you're strange, no one remembers your name. When you're strange. When you're strange, when you're strange.
strange when you're a stranger.